Well, perhaps you've been waiting for today. We have been slowly sneaking up on this question of how to deal with some of the more serious fears that get involved in our day-to-day living that sometimes debilitate us as Christians and keep us from doing the things that we know God would have us to do. Whenever fear gets in the way of responsibility, whenever it's a fear that's not that normal, proper kind of precautionary fear that keeps us from falling over the edges of cliffs, whenever a fear irrationally gets in the way, afraid of going outside, afraid of being in crowds so we don't go to church, afraid of crossing bridges so we can't serve the Lord, and so on, that fear is a sinful manifestation of fear. And so we must deal with it and deal with it God's way. And yet fear is one of the hard things to deal with, one of the most difficult difficult things to deal with of all. Now, we have been looking at various passages in relationship to fear. We can't cover them all in this brief period of time, but we are looking at a number of them. We've looked at 1 uh, Peter 3 and uh, verses 13 through 15, and now we're looking at 1 John 4, verse 18. We read in 1 John 4, 18, that there is no fear in love, but perfect fear, love casts out fear. Love is a power stronger than fear. And if we want to conquer fear, we must do it through love. You see, one of the reasons why a lot of people can't conquer fear, uh, irrational phobias and so on, the kinds of things that get attached to our uh, lives and we, we become afraid of them, is because they try to quit fearing. And you see, that's exactly the way not to stop fearing. By trying to stop, we actually bring on fear. You see, when you try to stop being afraid, you, are a, you begin to focus on being afraid. And that's exactly the wrong thing. Because when you're afraid that you're afraid, you're already afraid. Now, let me run through that again. That's a little complicated, perhaps, and I want you to get it. <clears throat> when you begin to, be, to fear that you're going to fear, you are already fearing, you see. So the person who sits around and thinks about, oh, my, I have this terrible phobia connected with <clears throat> crowds, and I'm going to have to go to church today. And uh, here I am. Uh, thinking about this fact that I'm going to have to go to church and there's going to be a terrible crowd there and then there's that Sunday school room into which everybody crowds and then the church service and after the service everybody crowds up and I had that terrible fear experience in a crowd one time and I don't ever want an experience like that to occur again. That person who begins to think about uh, this beforehand begins to be afraid that he's going to be afraid. He, he looks forward to that experience, and he pictures himself in that fear experience. He pictures himself being afraid in that experience, and the first thing you know, already he's beginning to feel fear in his life before he even gets to the crowd. And then when he begins to feel the fear creeping up inside of him, he begins to feel his clammy hands, begins to feel the uh, hair standing on end, he begins to fear the, feel the, the dry mouth and the heart palpitations, and maybe even if it gets bad enough, the knees knocking together. When he begins to feel these fear symptoms, he says, uh-oh, here it comes. And so he begins to fear the fact that the symptoms are coming, which triggers more fear, which indeed when he recognizes that then triggers more and so on and so on until the first thing you know, he's panicking. <clears throat> so fear is kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. That is, when you're afraid you're going to fear, that's what brings on fear. Now, if I've made that clear, you can see how it is absolutely necessary not to think about fearing not to even focus on stopping the fear, not to focus on quitting your fear. 
In other words, the people who try to quit fear and who work at stopping uh, their fear and who think about fear day and night and how I'm going to quit and what I'm going to do to get out of it and who, who turn their prayers into to fear sessions in which they, they pray and pray and pray about fear but always keep fear in focus in their minds are not going to get rid of that fear. You do not stop fearing by thinking about fear because the more you think about it, the more fearful it becomes. Now, what do you do? You love. You do the works that love impels you to do. If you truly love God, you say, Lord, I want to do what you want me to do, whether I have a fear experience or not. You say, Lord, I'm going to obey you. And that's what love is, of course. First John tells us that if we love, we will keep his commandments. And the one who keeps his commandments is the one that we know loves. And so what are we talking about when we say that love casts out fear? We're talking about a man whose focus is on love, not on fear. Whose focus is not on what happens to himself, but what he can do for another. You see, love does not think about oneself. Love looks out beyond oneself and looks out toward God and looks out toward his neighbor. And so love says, I want to please God. Love says, I want to bless my neighbor. Love says, I want to do what is best for, for God. Love says, I want to do what is best for my neighbor. And when you love God and you love neighbor, your neighbor, when you love God with all your heart, mind, body, soul, and strength, when you love your neighbor as yourself, then you do not fear because you do the things that will produce the best blessing for your neighbor and that will best honor the name of Jesus Christ regardless of the consequences to yourself. You see, the martyr in love went to the stake and he was able to go fearlessly because of his love for Jesus Christ. He had determined that he would not let anything stand between himself and that Savior and a proper testimony for him. And so his love was greater than his fear and he was able to say things like, uh, I have lived with the Lord all these years and I'm not going to deny him in this moment. He has done good for me and while will I not serve him here in this terrible time of trial as Polycarp did when they took him and burned him at the stake. Well, you who are involved in fear may have to face fear almost as if it were a matter of going to the stake. But you'll never do it by trying to get rid of the fear. You must do it by replacing the fear with love, by focusing and thinking upon the thing that God wants you to do and doing that thing instead of doing the thing that uh, uh, you have been doing in the past, namely worrying yourself sick and getting yourself in a state where you whip up the fear by thinking about the fear. Now, if you want to know how to overcome that fear in your life, here's the way. Think about what love demands of you. What in love you ought to be doing instead of fearing. What it is that fear takes you away from. What responsibilities that you neglect altogether or partially because of fear. Write them down. Write down those responsibilities. Write down those things that you ought to be doing. If you're afraid to go to church, write down, I'm afraid to go to church. Whatever it is or whatever things there are that you're afraid to do, write them down. And then in, the next co in a column next to those things, <clears throat> write down what it is you should and could be doing. I should go to church three times a day. Whatever it may be, write those things down. And then ask God to give you the strength to do the thing that you ought to be doing. And start focusing all your attention, all your thoughts, all your efforts, all of everything that you have in mind upon doing the thing in love that you ought to be doing, not focusing your attention upon the fear. And see, uh, if you will, if this does not make a tremendous difference. Now, of course, I don't expect the first time that you try this, it's going to work. 
uh, perfectly. Uh, you are in a habit, and this habit will have to be broken. But if you stay with it and you patiently and prayerfully continue to focus upon the loving thing to do that fear inhibits you from doing and forget about the fear and say, if I'm going to have a fear experience, I'll have a fear experience. I'll leave that in God's hands. But the one thing I'm going to do is what God tells me to do. I'm going to obedi obediently uh, do the loving thing that God commands in spite of fear, whether I fear or not. If you move ahead on that basis, you will find that your fear is conquered by love, that love is greater than fear, that perfect love can cast out fear. Indeed, in case after case, God's people have always found this to be true, and you will find it to be true too. May God bless you this week as you work on this day by day. Don't let your mind even once focus on the fear. Focus on the loving thing to do that God commands you to do in his word, and in trusting obedience, step forward in faith to do it. God will strengthen you, and he will take the fear away. Lord, help fearful persons today to find that perfect love. The more mature it becomes, the more it casts out fear. We pray in Christ's name. Amen.